0: This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk for more information.
1: Three in the podcast. <laughs> podcast contains actual true life events that some listeners will find hard to believe but it did happen and god help us we will try and work out how this is three peeps in a podcast the bonus show um matt is with me as always at um, 9 35 a.m the day after what is quite frankly uh one of the most heartbreaking sequences of events i've ever experienced at ashton gate
2: yeah good morning um <clears throat> heartbreaking uh I, yeah i've I'm probably, I'm still angry this morning. I'm still angry that a group of players that aren't mentally blocked by what's going on in in the home form can sit back like they did, um, invite pressure on and then capitulate in a truly embarrassing fashion. And and I'll never boo them, um, but I absolutely understood the frustration from the fans at the end of it. Um, it was unacceptable, completely unacceptable. And I hold every one of those players and, and Nigel Pearson and his coaching staff responsible because um, it was shambolic um, against the side that were the better side on the night, probably, but weren't great. Um, and you've got to see the game out. And that's what, three, four games that we've not managed to do that. So yeah, not 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 happy at all.
1: So we said at the, the Hen and Chicken the other night, well, Andy Wyman said and, and Dan Bentley that there's no mindset issues with the team, um, but you could feel it. It was palpable. It spread into the crowd. I turned to to Paul next to me and said, put some money on at 87th minute, put some money on next goal, not in Forest, because you, you just felt it coming. And the nervousness around, every, it was the longest sort of 25 minutes that I'd ever experienced. That last sort of, you know, from the sem- from the sixty fifth minute onwards, Nottingham Forest were creating lots of chances. Um, they they were skewing shots wide. They were crossing it over. The it was going too far. The crosses were too deep. Um, and you just you started to think it might
2: happen, but then it just sort of clicked, didn't it? In terms of it, their approach. It, yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I, um, you know, my my official friend behind me. Um, I turned to him on on ninety minutes and said we're not winning this. It won now. I said, we're not winning this. Um, I didn't expect us to lose it. And and funny, we'll bring our our guest in in a second. But I just watched him with his head in his hands as we were talking then. But (laughs) um, it it was. And and I don't, um, Andy Weiman and Dan Bentley are wrong because clearly those players had a mental block last night. Clearly, because they dropped deep. Um, As I said, they were inviting pressure on your point that you made Saturday, we weren't going close and in, in, in the tackle. Um, and then we'll get on and talk about kind of what happened in terms of the goals. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. And you, you have to say, it's understandable that the crowd were like they were. Because that's what now, 17 games without a victory. Mm. Um, I think 21's the record with Sunderland. Um, and we only look to be heading that way. I mean, I have to say the next game at home, which is Barnsley, who currently I think are bottom three, is massive. If we don't win that one, then you really do think, yeah, yeah, you really do think.
1: Absolutely. Okay. As you said, we have got a guest um, and it's someone who showed a lot of faith in us um, a, a good sort of year ago when he sponsored the bonus show um, and helped us get some good equipment, make the podcast sound much better. It's really taken off since we've had the bonus show and got Nexus Thanks on board. Much. Yeah. So, <laughs> um nexus paul archer is with us paul pleasure. you were obviously there last night how did you find it uh,
0: morning and look it's a pleasure to uh, to, be, to be part of the podcast and you know always keep an eye on listen when i can and it's it's just going from strength to strength so well done lads and yeah thank you, no, thank you. proud to be to be part of it um i've just read a, a tweet then that said where would we be in the league if games are 88 minutes long well yeah exactly <laughs> Higher. Um, higher in the league yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know, it, it, it's, it's a sad thing. So everyone sat around me was saying exactly the same as what you two have just said. It, it, it was, I don't know, it's d- d- deeply disappointing. Um, I, come, I come home and tell my lad, I said, oh, we lost, we were winning 1-0 to the 90th minute again. And Lenny was like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um. To rub salt in the wounds, it was that fellow that came off the bench with a pink bloody hair. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I have yeah. to say, he made a massive impact. Mm. Massive impact. That's what you want yeah. from your bench—an impact, not a, not a, oh, just go through the motions.
2: Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. Yeah, very true. Um, so let's go through the starting lineup, and then we'll go through the minutes. Um, so, Matt. There was a expectation that Han Noah Masengo would start. He didn't. He was on the bench. Um, but Rob Atkinson did start. So we started three-five-two: Dan Bentley, Baker, Callas, Atkinson, Tanner, Voiman, James, Scott, De Silva, Martin, and Wells up top. Obviously, I'm always happy when it's uh, two up top with with Naki Wells in the situation. Um, but any other call-outs for you in that starting lineup?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. I always look at the, the, the way that they line them up on the, the sort of various apps, Sky Sports, etc. and they had it as a 3-1-4-2 with James sort of sat a little bit deeper, that, that quarterback role, I guess. Mm. Um, I suppose a bit of a surprise, Alex Scott came in. Um, obviously, did did well at Peterborough when he came on. It um, was at the bench, I think, the weekend and then coming in. Um, good to see Rob Atkinson back. Han Noah... Is, is honesty the right word to say? I don't know. But when you hear them talking about he's trained all week, looking really good. Um, yeah, we're, we're fully fit. And yet our best player this season, according to us on the podcast in terms of our stats, is then on the bench. I don't get it. Um, and I felt as the game panned out last night, it felt almost like, even though we're playing a five-man midfield, it felt like we were playing a one-man midfield with James a lot of the time. It really did. Mm. So... I don't think the shape and the and the um the players were right. Good to see Atkinson back, like you said, um and great to see Naki Wells up top. But again, I don't know. You, you listen to some of the interviews afterwards with Pearson when he's talking about players not being on the bus, and you kind of wonder who, who exactly is he getting at. I hope it's not Naki Wells, um because mm. I do think he needs a run in the team. Um and you've got two players who who at the moment. Certainly, the last two games are very out of form in Chris Martin and Andy Vyman. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. Let's
2: go through the minutes. First
1: thing I noticed was Nigel Pearson in the dugout from from the first minute, which, for me, and I I'm, can speak for Matt as well, is something that we we want and expect um, from the manager. Absolutely fine. Sit up in the stands now and again, in, in in my opinion, just to see how things are working out. But the presence of Nigel Pearson is is part of his managerial, you know, uh, the, the fact, you know, the reason that he's such a good manager is because he's that presence. He's got that charisma. He commands that respect. And throughout the game, I was sat sort of 18 rows back from the dugout. Throughout the game, he was pulling players over, giving them yeah. messages. That can't translate through from 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 him in the stands as much. Um, he was active. He was throwing water bottles around. He was really animated on the on the touchline. And I said to 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 Paul, it was it was one of those things where you almost think that's the reason he sits in the stand because he can't. He his stress levels can't take it. But um, but yeah, for me, great to see Pearson in the dugout from the very start.
2: Um, I third- didn't actually notice that. It's, it's interesting. We From where we were in the south stand, we kind of thought it was 10, 15 minutes in. So to so knowing it was there from the start. Yeah. yeah. But, but interesting, why? Why last night? What was the difference last night where he felt he needed to be on the side of the pitch? Because that again is, when he, when he talks about having a different perspective, he's got the coaching staff that can do what they need to do there. I think the lack of consistency with that also bothers me. Mm. Why last night? What was the difference? Don't know. So, yeah,
1: don't know. One, um, for
2: Gregor, one for Gregor to ask.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, into the third minute, it was a forward run from Rob Atkinson that could have he could have threaded it through to Chris Martin, but he lost the ball. He sort of turned and slipped, and then Nottingham Forest were on the attack. Um, uh, Paul, for you, great to see your centre backs marauding forward, especially when they're in a three, and one can sort of be freed up to do that. But Rob Atkinson obviously was ill on Saturday. I don't know if he was hundred percent fit. We'll come on to his performance later. But um, yeah, it's it, um, it's in if you if you go forward, you've got to make that pass, haven't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and look, I think Rob's been a, a great sign in, and I, I think last night was a um, worst performance isn't the right word, but he, he didn't he didn't. Um, make an impact as as he has done before. And I think sometimes it is great to see him come out and it's great that he's got a left foot, but sometimes it's not just last night. Sometimes it's just one touch too many. You almost he didn't really, to... really pay for it last night. Absolutely. Just that, that slip. And then it was like Steven Gerrard all over again. Yeah. <laughs> really. it, it,
1: it's, it's almost like he needs that focus in training of what to do when you get to the... Twenty-five yeah. yard line, if you like, look for a pass or have a shot. We, I think, we've seen him have a shot at one point in the in, in a home game, Matt. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it's it's great to see. It. It's exciting, and and as I said um, on um, on the second tier pod at the weekend, when I said about the home form, it's it's that first five minutes where we get an opportunity, and not, uh, Chris Martin could have been through.
2: Yeah, um, I think like you said, he, he slipped. I, I don't know, is is it any experience at this level and knowing when to play the right or take the right option? Um, I don't know if that was the one where they then broke on us really, really quickly. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, I, I prefer to see him take more of an opportunity himself and take a shot. Um, yeah. and, and in conditions like that last, last night, what amazed me, and we've all played to a, a, a level... How many shots did we have from distance zipping on the ground? I can't yeah. recall any. Well, there was, was two shot. or three occasions when we were trying to bloody walk it in. Yeah, yeah. Not we'll a single shot. Go. The
0: yeah. one, The and one then shot... then when we did
2: shoot, it parried out when we
0: scored. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: The one yeah. shot from distance was the lofted shot from Mackie Wells from the halfway line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but I, 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 again, you know, I, more, mine was more five-a-side, but in those conditions, I'd be going, yeah, just did it. Just did it. It will, it will zip, you know, and... Actually, it was the same for both sides. I was amazed that both sides didn't take advantage of that. But you're right in terms of Rob, and I agree with Paul. I think he's been been excellent. The step up, he's been superb. Um, but he needs a game. For me, it's a coaching thing where, yeah, Rob, when you get in that area, have a dig, or look to play it straight wide or whatever. Our, our decision-making last night was terrible all over the pitch. Mm. Okay. Into the ninth minute. Great attacking a tent all round. Chances... Uh
1: forward moves from Jada Silva Alex Scott Andy Viman. so on the ninth, 10th minute Paul obviously we were there on on Saturday as well against Bournemouth yeah you could see a step change in intent in performance in everything really it was a completely different different
0: team yeah well I I, I, I thought for for certainly the first half we we, we looked pretty good um we, 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 we seem to want it more um i think my james uh, and i've been fortunate enough to, to go up to High performance center and, and see the, the, the last train and he 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 he's quality he is yeah. absolute quality and it i made a comment last night um to to, to anyone that cared to listen and this is just this is my humble opinion
2: you can't play king and james in the, in the same team. Yeah, we said said the same it's, Saturday. There's not enough it's, it's, legs there, is there? Not enough. No, no. But legs is probably a bit unfair with Matty James. I thought last night... um he, he, worked he played really, really well. ...were yeah. really hard. Yeah. There's not enough dyna- dynamism. Dynamism? <laughs> um, they just don't seem to get... We don't break quickly. There's no energy within that bit. So he, he does that job in the middle, but not with any great... You know, but, last, kind of but
0: the dynamism. second half, Forrest yeah. came out, we were, we obviously had a rocket up him. And it was like watching two two if, different if, teams play. Yeah, it was. Um, and then the gap in midfield just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And yeah. then well, I don't know we'll go on to it, but then we well, just my, yeah, my, for to score.
1: My next comment is on the 12th minute. I've put great battling from Matty James to win the ball back. I think he lost the ball yeah. and then won it back, uh, which is, is is always great to see. Um, yeah. And he almost finds Martin goal side, but my, the Jess gets cut out. It was a lovely... Lovely ball through to Martin. Um, mm-hmm. He just couldn't quite get round his man. But, um,
2: yeah, creating that, opportunities. Was, was that the one on the right-hand side? Yes. And Martin? Yeah. Now, so, so, for me, Patch, you're right. A great ball. Martin's in front of that defender. You put your body there so you get fouled. You do something. You, you, you're ahead of that. I thought that was... I, I nearly swore. I thought it was really poor... <laughs> attacking play from Chris Martin. I thought there was no appreciation of, of where he was and, and obviously you were my some fat fifty year old he's never played. But looking at it, everyone's going, Oh unlucky I went, no, nah, no. Nah. He knew the defender was there. Bide the tackle, whatever, get a shot away. So but you're right about Matty James. I thought I thought he did a lot of the, the sort of dogging last night. Yeah. Um the...
1: Doggedness. Okay.
2: doggedness, yeah, yeah. Flash his lights and yeah <laughs> uh, But I thought I, it's I a thought, family show. That side of his game was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Ninth, 19th minute, a great chance. Wells has a chance to shoot. Takes about a millisecond too long, but his uh, the tackle falls to Viman, who squares it to Scott, who skews it wide. Now, uh, it's his first game back for quite some time, um, and we'll go on to what happened later. But that, that was a, a miss, a big miss, and one that he won't want to watch again. But... As we'll go on to, he puts it right. But just on that chance, Paul, um, it's an it's it's an open goal. He's just tried to sort of play it a bit too far past the keeper, and and it goes wide.
0: I think he panicked a bit, and which is, you know, I, I think just not just talking about that chance. I think he brought a lot of energy last night that was missing yeah. against Bournemouth, and I, I, I think he can. When he came off, you know, he had a, a stand innovation, and deservedly so. I think he. He, he, he ran himself to the ground and he, and he wanted to be there and he was playing for the shirt. That was clear to see. And I think, yeah, age, if you, if, if you're good enough, you're good enough. And I, and I think it's, it's easy to, uh, to sit in a stand and sit here and go, oh, yeah, he, he fluffed it. And I, I think, dare I say, he probably had a bit too much time. He could have well, taken a touch. You've got to be in the right. The touch and just you've, got to,
1: in. you've got to be in the position, haven't you? First of all.
0: Yeah. 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 And, um, I felt for a lad, I thought, oh, here we go, his head's going to go. And he didn't, he picked himself up, dusted himself off and, and carried on. And like you said, yeah, put absolutely. probably a harder a harder, a harder chance away, really, than that first one. And I think sometimes you can have too much time. It's, it's probably like slow motion for him.
2: Is You he just panic, don't you? Yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying there, Paul. The the only thing I would say, if that was Andy Vyman, if that was Chris Martin, we're going, Jesus, what are you doing there? Do you know what I mean? Alex Scott's in the team. He's 18. Mm. Um, Trini, who sits with me, um, as the, the game went on and, and with Alex having to go off, she's like, what? He's a professional footballer. He's 18. What? He can't play 90 minutes in. He, he's got to score. There's there's no excuse. He's got to score. Um, yeah. I'd back you to score that patch. So Thank you. I wouldn't not, not square it, you know, with Tony. Tony yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd about you to save it, though, Paul. <laughs> but yeah, but you're, but you're right in terms of everything you said about his energy. Is um, he's, that, that he's got that Jack Grealish arrogance where he's trying to take the ball in, and we'll talk about the second half and the the, the penalty appeal. But yeah, so, but he's got and square. like you said,
0: you, like you said though, like Chris Martin's a, 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 a seasoned professional. Yeah. Right. And I know, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of, of people buying fouls and, and and diving, but it's a professional era, and, and yeah. like like I completely agree. And Alex, he did that. Yep. He was in. He got his body in the way, and like yep. you said, like Grealish. Yeah. he, I, I said at one point when when Nigel pulled him over, didn't he? Had a word of him just before he scored. I said to um to the guy sat next to me. I said, look, Nigel, tell him to put his bloody socks on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was just going to say another another
1: um, feather in the cap for Nigel Pearson being in the dugout because there was a break in play a few minutes later and he pulled Alex Scott across. He said, you know, come here, like pointed right yeah. where he wanted him. He comes running over. And um, obviously we don't know what he said, but it was probably along the lines of, yes, <laughs> you miss, missed.
2: That miss was a shocker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was, yeah, that miss was a shocker. <laughs> However, dust yourself down. You'll get another opportunity in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So, another another feather in the cap yeah. for that. So, 23rd minute, a great defensive tackle from Naki Wells and that's something that we haven't said very often. He cut the ball out I think from it was a corner that came that, that went backwards and then came back in and there was a a, a forest striker ready to sort of tap it in. Naki Wells hooks it out. Yeah, so, brilliant. he's added added that to to his game um whether that's something that's that he's needed to to um intensify or but usually he's one of he's the sort of the one that's not in the box for a for a corner but uh, a great clearance nonetheless it was
2: Matt. great great awareness great clearance um i think again that break earlier on there was a tremendous tackle from Thomas Callas as well where he, he raced back like Usain Bolt and made a tackle but that mm. that's what you want to see and you want to see you know that they, they say about you defending starts from the front all right that that's not in the context from a corner but Naki Wells was switched on um, I don't know who it went to afterwards, but someone else then cleared it following. But it was a, a goal-saving tackle challenge because yeah. it looked like a tap-in, didn't it?
1: Absolutely. 33rd minute, George Tanner gets his big tackle out again, I've put. Um, so there was a the, the game a few weeks ago and George Tanner put put a 50-50 challenge in and it, the crowd basically went wild. And that happened again uh, on the 33rd minute last night. It was... Uh, a, a loose ball and he went steaming in and uh, yeah, the, the ball sort of went, I think, went out for a throw in or something. But yeah. again, you could just sense in the crowd, that is exactly what we want to see. Nathan Baker did it as well. Another great crunching tackle. Um, and they were up for it. So 33rd minute, Matt, right up for it.
2: Yeah, I think it was a double tackle, wasn't it? He sort of jumped into one and, and won it. And then the second one he did. Um, absolutely. It, it. I mean, it got me off my seat. Um, I was sort of cheering to George, there was a a group of young lads who were sort of sat a few rows in front and and they are kind of looking at me as I'm jumping up and down and then they start doing it and that's what you want and you want to see, like Paul said, I I don't think you could have questioned their commitment in the first half, it was the quality again and and Nigel Pearson's referenced that quite a lot about quality. Um, So it's a minimum that you expect there but George Tanner was setting the example again with that, I thought. And ironically, Patch, because again, there's a a number of elements where he was backing off, like you said about on Saturday. Um, That time, he wasn't. He was front foot, making the challenge, and then trying to take it forward. So, yeah.
1: Okay. So, 40th minute, the goal comes. Bentley, long kick forward, flicked on by Martin, into the path of Wells, who loves running in the channels. He shoots, keeper parries it, and Alex Scott, again, in the right place. But this time, he, he scores and... He still had plenty to do. He could have he could have tapped it in, but it was an assured finish Paul into sort of the almost into the roof of the net, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what a time to get it, five minutes before half time. Um and you know, that's what you want. You talk about Wells. I I, I thought for, for periods of the game he he looked he looked really nearly back to his best. And that the one shot we have, the keeper parries it. I mean, I've looked watched it again a couple of times. I think the keeper could have probably done a bit better than what he did, to be honest. Um, ball was close enough to him to do more, I think. Mm. And then he parried it straight
2: into the, the path of Scotland. Uh, yeah, he's only saying that, Patch, because obviously he would never have let the ball <laughs> escape from him. <laughs> We've seen Archer in goal at that end as yeah. well, and he was immense. But- he would have collected it. Yeah. Spot <laughs> yeah. on, though. Spot on. I I don't know, and we'll talk about Bent's... Um, effort later on but I don't know what Samba was doing because although Wells it was a, a good shot it wasn't it wasn't great was it you expected yeah. the keeper to, to really put his hat on it mm-hmm. um and you're right about Alex Scott patchy you know he, he had to finish it but again I'm backing you to do that he's in front of goal you've just got a side foot the ball ten yards haven't you you know yeah. if you can't do that you shouldn't be a professional footballer. Yeah
1: and at this point Matt the belief around the ground 40 minutes in one nil um a yep. uh, 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 100%, even maybe 200% better than Saturday, you start to think it
2: could be the night. Yeah, because I, I as I said, I didn't think Forrest were that great. And that's not, I'm not being disparaging of Forest, but for a side that had obviously picked up quite a bit of form under Steve Cooper, um, I didn't think they were that great. They'll, they'll say exactly the same about us. We wouldn't. And I, I was surprised to see, I think the possession was 60-40 to them, something like that. Um at that stage which surprised me because I did think we'd had more of the ball um I thought we had we created more openings than they did, but actually they probably had the better chances um you know or or I was more concerned with the chances they had than what we were doing. We were a bit nearly men, I thought last night it was the last pass that didn't go or mm. um but you're right i I got to half time and I thought we get a second here then yeah. then we're winning the game
1: absolutely okay the halftime summary from rob intent definitely better based upon the selection not fault free and until 30 minutes i was struggling to see where the chances would come from we were more open than threatening but the last ditch defending kept us in the game we then grew started to find a rhythm and now we're in nosebleed territory route one but i'll take it now let's pray so my question is who didn't pray
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah i i i didn't i'll be honest whos whose fault is uh, who's yeah. yeah.
0: well so we, we we've gone half an hour and we haven't made, mentioned the referee yet yeah. or is that in your notes
1: that'll come yeah yeah that'll come yeah. um
2: mr hooper from swindon
0: okay' he we'll the fourth official on um saturday, saturday. Yeah. 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 Ah, right okay i didn't realize that I only, only know because we were, we were taking the mick out of him when he was holding the uh, the boards up because obviously he goes to the gym quite a bit, but I think yeah. he might skip leg day. So <laughs> that's the only reason I <laughs> recognise him is because of his shoulders. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, we'll come on to the ref right. in a second. Yeah. Right, 50th minute. Vyman bursts forward and only has Scott ahead of him, gets tackled and Forrest head up the other end um, and score, but it's ruled offside. Uh, that was a great break from Andy Vyman, And so often we've seen it where he runs head down, Runs at the runs towards goal, and quite often there's no one up with him. He did have Alex Scott as an option, but you know he wasn't running a channel or necessarily making space. But um, for Matt, Andy
2: Weimann bringing the ball out, you want you want to see someone breaking their neck to get alongside him, don't you? You do, um, and he's he's obviously very quick, Andy Vyman. Um I think it's important to say that, as Paul said, Forrest came out of the blocks second half and for the first five, six minutes we didn't seem to be able to put a a foot on the ball Um, and as as you referenced patch balls were sort of being floated across a bit too deep in I was then a bit fearful but with that break um, you're right no one was alongside him necessarily or or, you know in front of him but he did have a ball out to Alex Scott which was a a straightforward just played a pass Hmm. he loses the ball and then immediately and and I don't know why it was we seem to have then pushed up, lost all sort of shape, and the ball just goes the other end. It looked offside from where I was in the south stand, mm-hmm. and there didn't seem to be any appeal. But how how are you conceding an opportunity when it's your break, and you've literally got a ball to pass to take it into their box, and then we can see from that? I just don't get it. Um, and, and it was a, summed up Andy's performance for me last night. It was, again, some, some good moments, but where it mattered, that the quality moment just wasn't there.
1: Mm. 55th minute, here's the first mention for the referee. Alex Scott bursts into the box, is taken down, clear penalty. Um, I think everyone around the ground could see it, apart from the, for the from the person that uh, counts, if you like. Um, Paul, definite penalty,
0: surely. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, he bottled it. And he was in a really good position as well. I don't know how or what went through his mind for that you know, it, it's a tough job, referee. I'm never refereed. You know, and it, it is a tough job, but he's a paid professional, and he's he's close enough to the action to see exactly what had happened.
1: As and is the linesman.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he was talking to the linesman. To be fair, he could see him. Well, he's either uh, he's got the earpiece in, speaking to the lino. So between the two of them, how they missed that, I do not know. And as I said last night to uh, to um, to the lads um, at the game. If he had given that penalty, he would have given Forrest their penalty, their first penalty chance. Yeah. And who knows what would have happened with a third penalty chance. But he didn't give Forrest their first penalty call because he didn't give us that first penalty.
2: Yeah. He someone bottled someone said absolutely them. bottled it. Someone said in our group that the defender got a touch on the ball, but from where I was in the South Stand, I thought it was a stone <laughs> the play, Even if he got a touch on the ball, yeah. he took the player first. I, I there's, there's, no, matter, I, I,
0: I, if we had three Forest fans on here, yeah. two of them would say definite penalty and, and one of them would probably say not. But it's as clear-cut as you can get. And that
1: changes the game, Matt. Obviously, assuming we score that goal, go 2-0 up, we,
2: we probably then put 10 men behind the ball. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, you you don't know, do you? Because again, I know it's a it's a funny one. People often say two is a funny scoreline, and and you know if it then gets two one, you you sort of back, you know, you you start to panic a bit, don't you? But you'd like to think that might have killed some of Forrest's impetus, um, but yeah, you know, it it, it wasn't given, and wasn't and if it, it was, would we have scored? You, you know, you just don't know, do. You? Sixtieth minute, Naki
1: Wells shoots from the halfway line. That's not something we've seen at Ashton Gate from a City player for quite some time. I think the, the the time I remember from a non-City player was, I think it was Reddin, Steve Sidwell. It was Steve Sidwell against Richard O'Donnell. Yeah, that's he, right. Yeah, he ended up, yeah, but um. But a good, good vision from, from Naki Wells.
2: It was it was pr- well, probably about
1: a foot over the bar, Matt. You were probably yeah, closest.
2: That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as he hit it and you could see Samba racing back and you're thinking, he's not getting this. Um, and it just seemed to kind of carry that little bit more in the wind and, and, and dropped just on the, the sort of top of the net. So mm. unlucky. Good good vision. Um, you know, that's that's one where you don't necessarily expect him to to score, do you? Because he's, he's a hell of a way out. But I, I like mm. that that side of Naki Wells that he thought he was on to. Absolutely. Naki Wells, again, on the 65th minute, great
1: running off the ball from Wells. Um, And he retains the ball and wins a corner. So that was a 65th minute, Paul. Still very much in the game, still very much up for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, Naki played well. Played well last night. And at times he had that hunger as well. Like you said, that was uh, the whole state. And it was a great atmosphere last night. uh, Night games are always... Yeah. great atmospheres but you know every little thing that we did well it, we, we were right behind them it was it was great and seeing him do that and win not only win the ball but retain the ball and then win a corner you're thinking right that's it come on let's, let's whip one in and get someone on the end of it but mm. alas it it, it it wasn't to be and it's just it was just good to have some pace up front really yeah. someone looking to, to, to some of his runs I was watching him for about 10 15 minutes with a virtual red button myself, just watching him off off the ball and that. And it's great just to see someone at least trying to get behind the defenders instead of just pumping it up to Martin, who who, if he holds it up, he's got no outlet outlet normally. So it was just good to see a bit of pace up there. And like you said, you know, the, the, the the confidence to to have a go from the halfway line and not be that far away. It's, you know, it's good, good to see. And I think he deserved his standing ovation when he came off. Mm. I don't think he should have come off. I think he should have stayed on in my, yeah, opinion.
1: That is a, a contentious point to come on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, okay, so the first substitution was on the 66th minute, and it was Chris Martinoff and Han-Noah Masengo on. I was very happy to see Masengo come on. However, was Martin the right choice?
2: Matt, first of all? I thought Alex Scott looked really leggy at that point, point. Um, and I thought... Um... That, that would have been the one that I made. He was actually um, on the floor, I think, at one point. He was. I don't know if that was at that point or, or just afterwards. Yeah, you're right. Um, Chris Martin had a poor game. Um, I, I've got to be careful because I keep referencing Ian Gay um, from Forever Bristol. But I listened to him on Radio Bristol last just night. Just promoting other
1: podcasts. I know, the, it's, I know. It's the sort yeah. of thing
2: we do. They, to be fair, they do as well. Us, but, <laughs> but Ian was spot on um, with what he said afterwards in terms of yep. the massive difference last night was they had... Um, when Taylor came on and when Graben was on the pitch for them, the ball got played up to him, and they held the ball and if they didn't hold the ball, they made it really, really difficult for the defender to get to it. Last night, everything was coming back off of Chris Martin and Andy um, If, if in the, in the terraces at Forest
1: Green, I was actually trying to sign Jamal Matt at that point.
2: Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. And and, and, and obviously, Ian said that as well last night about signing him and who um, was the other, like, Oh, Smith from Rotherham. Um mm. But if if Steve Lansdowne, John Lansdowne, Richard Gould, and Nigel Pearson can't see that we need that physical option competition, but but a mobile physical option, which is what the Grabbins, the Taylors, the John Matts um, have in January, and and I'm talking January the first, not end of January, um, then they're they're not doing their job. Um, because it was clear to see last night and and Chris Martin doesn't start for me the weekend I think he will I think Nigel Pearson will still start him although he obviously came off fairly early last night um and don't I, you know I I'm like you I was applauding Chris Martin for the Peterborough game um well, super... and also we we said we said he, he there's
1: no other option to, yeah, yeah. Put, to, to come in for him so he's put, played probably yeah. more minutes than than he yeah.
2: expected if you like yeah yeah absolutely but he looked tired last night he, he, looked, he did but, looked tired. but it's, it's like I say. the ball gets played up to him. He was very easy to defend against last night. The ball just kept coming back. We're then under pressure. And, and I was surprised. Do you think it was, think it was a confidence thing there? Because obviously he got schooled by KL on Saturday against
0: Bournemouth. May, he, could, he, could, he could buy a header against KL.
2: May, maybe, Paul, but I guess he's he's played so many games and yeah, he's yeah, played yeah. internationally as well that yeah, you know, yeah. you'd like to think not. But in, in terms of the substitution, um I was surprised at it. And then when we go on and, and talk about the Naki, you end up then with your two strikers not being on the pitch that you started with. Um, I could understand what he did last night, bringing Han and, and moving Andy Vyman sort of further forward. Um, but yeah, it just, it was a bit of a strange one for me, I've got to say. And, and like when said, Han it, came it, on...
0: When, when, when we, it looked to me
2: like Martin needed to come off. And then yeah. we were having a chat. Who's he going to... Like, what's he going to do? And Martin when, comes when we, off. What, what, other, what other, we, we said that, who was the forward on the bench? And there wasn't one, was there? Um and we were sort of saying, oh do you go Callum down the middle in and, yeah. and obviously that kind of so so I kind of got moving Vyman like he did. Hand Noah sort of comes on and, and I think within minutes is pirouetting over on the <laughs> sort of in front of you boys and coming out with the ball. Yeah. And you're thinking, Christ almighty, how's this kid not started? Um, then looked a little bit ragged at times and, and got caught a couple of times. So, so maybe it was the right call. I don't know. But I
1: think he was auditioning for uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Well, it,
2: it, yeah, at yeah, one we'll, point. But we'll it was above, it yeah. was
1: amazing to watch. And I was sat oh, next. To... How we
2: got out of that
0: that tight spot yeah. on that sideline yeah. was just that was it, yeah it was just I was... Shape wasn't outside the, uh, the 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 the, up the other end of the pitch yeah. really.
1: Yeah, I was sat next to to some people who'd never seen him play before and they said the exact same thing How, why is he not started yeah um we don't we don't know we but don't, that's why yeah, i'd, we I'd don't prefer. i
2: like to see nigel pearson or whoever come out and saying yeah han we've had to re- you know we've really got a sort of feeling back in he's not going to be able to start the game and then you know that because immediately as fans we're looking at the team sheet at the start of the game thinking how's our best player not starting hmm. so you know but anyway
1: okay seventieth minute a battling uh battling from masengo uh creates a chance for wells well taken and it was a great strike from naki wells the keeper saves it onto the post and no corner i, I <laughs> couldn't believe it i i um i was out of my seat as most people were uh just in disbelief and at this point you just think this ref has definitely got something against us uh it was Frightening. You could see it. Everyone in everyone in this stadium could see it from whatever angle they were. Again, the linesman, the fourth official, the. the well, I've got a conspiracy
0: theory about the linesman. Um, okay. I think Mick McCarthy was on a, a scouting mission. Money he? when he went in the line
2: was, on that yeah. side. <laughs> it's it's funny though, Patch, because you're saying everyone could see it, but around us, because of it was in, obviously it was the side stand, but the keepers diving, we couldn't see the touch. And actually the talk in and around our group was why did Naki smash it like that, you know, and how's he not scored that? Um, we only really knew that it was a keeper who saved it is when Naki went off, he actually said to the keeper about the shot and you could see him kind of saying you got a touch to it, and Samba nodding and acknowledging the fact that he did. Watching it back on TV, clear that he got a touch. Great, Great save, you know. So yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Because that, that that was when again we had a bit of momentum. Yep. We had a corner, you know. It's it's another chance being created, yeah. and it really, really uh, was was something that, uh, yeah. that annoyed Find, everybody.
2: Fine, fine margins, isn't it? Fine margins.
1: Absolutely. Seventy third minute, another chance. City break four on two. Uh, James finds Weiman, who can't get hold of his shot. It's seventy third minute. We're still one nil up. We still we're looking for that second goal. We're just not getting forward. We're just not getting forward enough and creating those opportunities and taking them. I no, just—it's it's just frustrating. We had four players in front of us, two two players yeah. to beat, and we just couldn't make couldn't get it around them. And we we didn't we've seen look them, like we we're going to score, did we? No, we've 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 seen them train. Probably Paul, yeah. you were up there recently as well. That's the sort of thing that they practice in the, in those is those situations. Yeah.
0: It, 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 but we, I don't think we had a. a is that <laughs> I'll just write a text on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we so... didn't have that was after Wells had come off though, wasn't it? And Martin. Uh so Martin had come
1: off. Uh, Wells hadn't come off at that point. Right, okay. Yeah. Right. No, so I don't know who
0: the four was,
1: but um it was Viman and James and then yeah. I guess I it think was. Just, well, just
0: okay. overall, just to sum it up, I think sometimes decision making just takes too long.
2: Yeah.
0: Like oh, yeah. that that first half chance that we talked about there's like yeah. trying to walk it in just just have a go and there's this it's a, it's a split it's a split second decision that, that there's a difference between the premier league the the the, the, the championship level is it's you are talking like you said Matt, marginal gains and that's yeah. the difference between winning and losing is that that split second that that decisions a split second thinking and decision making under pressure I yeah. think at times we just take one touch too many, or we just haven't got that killer, killer pass, or there's not enough movement off the ball. It's just that slight thing that just needs tweaking and speeding up a bit. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is where my notes are very thin because I couldn't bear to <laughs> to type anything. Uh, but I, I did make a note of the substitution. So seventy seventh minute, uh, Casey Palmer comes on for Alex Scott, who we've said maybe should have come off a little bit earlier but there is a bit of a altercation on the touchline between Nigel Pearson and Casey Palmer. Um, he, he expected Casey Palmer to be stripped down ready at least a minute before he actually was. That was the first, first thing. Nigel Pearson called him back down from sort of down in the corner by the atio stand and was really upset that he wasn't behind him, almost ready to come on. Uh, whether there's some miscommunication there or what, I don't know. Um, then then he comes back, starts stripping down, and Nigel Pearson turns, says something to him. And you can just see on Casey Palmer's face that he was upset with what he'd said. Um, then there was a little bit of a, a wink and a little bit of a laugh. But some, some relationships there seem a little bit strained to me, Matt.
2: Yeah, I think referencing Nigel Pearson saying about players being on the bus um, a few in our WhatsApp group were sort of saying that Casey is possibly one of those um, Nigel Pearson spoke quite highly of him recently so I don't know if that is the case or not but yeah ho- hopefully a communication thing I mean you, you, the other thing to say is how many times have we had players stripped off and they seem to stay on the sideline stripped off for two or three minutes before coming on so maybe that's where the confusion lies is yeah well I'll take me top off Is absolutely peeing down um, what, am I coming straight on or are you gonna keep me waiting for another two or three minutes? Get an umbrella. Um, but but I don't I don't get it. You know, we, we had a sub and I don't know if it was that sub or if it was the Calamodida <laughs> one. We had a corner and we wait for our corner to be taken before making the sub. When that was Masengo.
1: So that was Masengo coming on for Chris so Martin.
2: When you're when you're making an attacking sub or a sub like that for us, why why would you not just make it? I don't I don't get it. And that's that's not just with Nigel Pearson, that's been something that's been bothering me for years. We all seem to do that, but in
1: that in that instance with Martin and Masengo, you probably want Martin on for the corner. Um, and Nigel Pearson, Pat Mountain did actually try and make the sub, and Nigel Pearson just said, "No, no, let's let's yeah. wait." Um, so I can understand it in that instance where you've maybe, maybe a in a that striker, instance with Martin, yeah, yeah. But I can yeah. see what you mean. Like there was an incident where Naki Wells, and we made quite a joke of it on the podcast a few a few episodes ago where we had a free kick, we had a corner, and Naki Wells was still stood on the sidelines for a, a yeah. about six minutes. Exactly, um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I get what you say. Uh, so, Palmer for Scott, Paul. Uh, is that the change you make? Uh, you could say like for like, but was that the right change in the 77th minute?
0: Um, I, I'm a, I think I've said before, I like Casey Palmer. I think he brings um, something different, and he does look for like that killer ball but um i think if, if 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 we're we're swapping someone who's who's put the all in mm. you don't want to bring a creative player on you need someone that's gonna get stuck in and, and 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 do put some challenges in and he to be fair he did put that strong challenge in um i think he got a free kick against him He knew it himself a bit but you know mm. that was a great challenge and that's you know, he does do it from time to time i, I just think i'm, I'm a, a bit like, like i said i i like casey Palmer i think he's He's, he's, his his skill set is um creative and I think in that instance you don't need a creative player, you need someone it's Roy Keane-esque to come on and just yeah. hold things together and you felt
2: yeah. Tyreek might have been an option there. Um, well in fact for me Naki Wells didn't come off. No, no like Naki Wells was injured. I mean, like you oh, said, no, so
1: never... this is this is Palmer for Scott. We, we I'm haven't sorry, got, we I'm haven't sorry. got to uh... yeah. yeah
2: so yeah, Scott Scott was the right call, but I think yeah, I would yeah. have gone I would have gone with Tyreek. Um yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. and Tyreek's come on a few times and not necessarily done
2: what was asked him to, so... Yeah, good good shout, actually, and, and we said yeah. that Saturday, didn't I, so I'm... Potentially kind of, comes in... Yeah, yeah. Go on, I, go I say it, say sorry, it. Sorry, I would have I brought him on, but I have contradicted myself. Contra- I sort of, yeah, but I with was sort of saying, sat- <laughs> saying Saturday, well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I am, but with him being on the bench in that moment, he's the one who yeah, oh, yeah on yeah, in that absolutely. context, yeah.
1: So, I'll let you take this one, Matt. This is the most contentious one. 82nd minute. Naki Wells comes off, gets an absolutely rapturous round of applause. He walks around three sides of the ground um, for Calum Uh Strange one. Two, one nil up. You know, Naki Wells is having a, a great game. Calum O'Dowder isn't a striker. I, I just couldn't understand it myself.
2: No, I, I couldn't. and And... Funnily enough, Andy Vyman looked absolutely out on his feet. Out on his feet. And I think he expected to come off. Um, could Callum play down the middle? Probably with his pace and he, and he should do a bit more. But I think those they, both of those substitutions, Casey and Callum, um, were so ineffective when they came on. Um, no, you know, you, you look at Forrest's sub who comes on and scores two goals. And I'm not saying I expect them to score two goals, but I expected them to contribute more than they did. Um But the Naki Wells one there, I didn't get it. He didn't look out on his feet. He was still causing problems. Um, It was a a poor substitution. And he looked
0: looked upset as well coming off. Yeah, yeah. Still running the channels. yeah. 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 Well, i think he got uh,
2: taken off from the channel didn't he on the left hand yeah, side that's where he was off the other yeah. side didn't yeah. it? yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and when he came back into
1: the dugout he walked up four rows back behind and nigel pearson called him back down uh yeah. pro- i don't know whether to explain his decision or what i don't know but um yeah hopefully
0: give him a tap on the on the back and say well played son
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. But he had a good like 30 second chat 30 second chat to him um uh, at that point so I know, Matt, you've got 10 minutes left, so we're going to just rattle through the last couple. I don't want to dwell on on the end because I can't face going through it again. But essentially, um, we know what happened. Jada Silva, the, the, the player gets round Jada Silva. And Nathan Baker slides in, gives the referee no choice whatsoever. Um, and it's a penalty. Um, Paul, can you understand? Obviously, he was going in there to win the ball, but... Didn't happen.
0: Um, well, he didn't, Like you said, he, the referee didn't have any other choice, and he could not, not give the penalty. But I mean, diving in from there, sliding in from there, it was a, a, a tired challenge. Um, it, it's just frustrating. Like, I don't want to harp on about it, but then you, you think about the penalty the other end, which is a clear cut penalty. He didn't give that, and then he he, he gives that. It's it's, it's yeah. It was, it's just like you said. It's just mentally tired I'm not going to swear but it was it was just very very annoying and you know the, the sad thing is as as a as a fan and a sponsor it goes to one on and I'm sat there thinking we're, we're going to lose this we're not even going to get a point mm. awesome. away, I mean I thought for I always think positively and I think Dan Bentley is, is one of the best shot stoppers um full stop um and you know, part of me, the optimist was going, Bence is gonna save this, he's gonna save it, he's gonna save it.
1: Oh, and- Yeah. I, I, I thought I thought exactly the same. It was one of those moments where I thought this this he's is still the joining point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sl- Matt-
2: sliding doors. Um pathetic, <laughs> absolutely pathetic. I I I honestly I'm I'm disgusted with Nathan Baker. Um I thought he had a he had a decent game, um, does what he does, kicks the ball out needlessly at times because he can't pass it very well, but put in a couple of good challenges. Um, that one you talked about the first half, that one, pathetic. And he's gone. I've, I've marked him down in my scores when I get to it purely because of that, because that costs us three points. Um, and there's no people saying, yeah, but the guy was going to shoot. Or no, no. Terrible defending from Jay De Silva. You know, from where I am, you can see that it's a ball played in behind him. He's yeah, got every, no idea of the run. But for Nathan Baker to make a challenge like that late in the game shows a mental weakness for me. Um mm-hmm. And, and and if he stood in front of me now, as big as he is, I tell him, I think it's pathetic. I don't know how, as a professional footballer, you make a challenge like that that costs your side, and it does. And you can talk about the Naki Welsh chance, the Alex Scott chance. Totally agree. But fundamentally, that is just a rank bad tackle that is only going to end up one way. And and yeah, it was a stonewall penalty, clear penalty.
1: So from the from the from the goal, uh, Taylor runs in, grabs the ball. It's one-one. Either side could still win it, but the o- only one side looked like they wanted to win it. And fifty seconds sure. later, the ball's in the net again. Um, and from our from our kickoff,
2: <laughs> from our so kickoff. again again us giving the ball away. Yeah, um, scandalous, absolutely scandalous.
1: So on the goal on the goal, um, if a shot comes in from from the left side, yeah, lorry, ben- yeah. Bentley parries it and it you could see that it was a control on Lyle Taylor's arm to put it in front of him and he taps it in. Um, any other, any camera angle you see, you can see that his arm is in an unnatural position and that gets
2: chalked off. I know we haven't got VAR, but that should not have been a goal, Matt. Probably not. I don't think Dan covers himself in glory with it. Um, you know, he palms it in front of him, not out to the side in a way. Um you know, yes, it's it's one of them. You would think VAR rules it out. Uh, again, the ref wasn't the greatest on the night. Um, but actually, I didn't. It, I know it sounds a, a point's a point, but I didn't care at the end. Like win or lose, was not it? Yeah, it was exactly that. The fact that it was a draw or a lot, you know, or the fact we didn't win the game was the disappointment. The fact we lost it in that manner, yeah, it was... Yeah.
1: At this point, I think... No one can speak. No one can find any words. Um, no, I couldn't. Couldn't speak for a good five minutes about it. But just absolutely drained at the end of yeah. that. Slumped in your chair. I've people that had to do an interview afterwards, and and fair play to. I didn't watch Robin's TV, but Toby Osborne. Obviously, we know he's a fan and has commentated on all those games to then have to talk about it uh, straight afterwards. Fair play to him. Um, Matt, I know you've got four minutes left. So, do you want to just get through your ratings and then I'll finish off with Paul afterwards? Yeah, sound okay.
2: Um, So, I've gone um, Bentley five. Again, There's two goals conceded. Um, I didn't think he had a huge amount to do during the game. You can't blame him for the penalty. I think there was a a little bit of blame for their second goal. Um, But, you know, I'm expecting him to keep that out, if I'm honest with you. So, five. Callas and Atkinson have gone sixes. Um I thought they were both sort of fairly decent. I didn't think actually they created too much through the middle of us. Um if they, they can- were if, if if we win that 1-0 they're they're yeah. easily sevens,
1: aren't they? are they, they are easily 7s
2: are not they probably the yeah yeah they yeah. cleared
1: they, everything. Callas and and Baker yeah. they they were winning headers. Yeah. Um left, right and center, but yeah, yeah it's just they, the
2: They they probably aren't it's the manner of it. Um yeah. and and Baker you're right as a three they were um, but purely and simply, on that moment, I marked Baker down as a four. And that sounds really harsh, but like I said, it's pathetic, pathetic for me. Um, so it's a four. Um, Matty James, I kind of toyed with seven. I went six, but actually, even thinking now, it could easily be a seven because I thought he put the shift in, tried to create. Again, it was nearly moments. The one ball for Chris Martin was really good and I think Martin should have done better. So I, I kind of went six, but I think that's the manner of the defeat. But I, I wouldn't disagree with the seven. Um, George Tanner, I went six. Um, again, I thought he put in a really good shift. I'm not going to keep using his age as an inexperience. Good shift. A couple of times he backed off again and I'd like to see... Well, for the
1: goal, yeah. for that yeah. second goal, he... Yeah. I mentioned it in the previous podcast. He jockey, 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 yeah. and he did exactly the same thing. And I don't um, a
0: jockey, jockey him onto the outside, not, yeah. not 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 just go it, backwards and let him keep coming at you. It, it was, was running. Again. He was
1: running
2: back diagonally towards yeah. the goal, saying, "Here oh, go.
0: This is the goal." <laughs> yeah.
2: It was again another another point that got made on Radio Bristol that we we don't press into the tackle. We don't get close. We allow players. Time to actually look and see what they're going to do, or to then run at us or knock it past us and go. So, yeah, so I went six for George. Um, Alex Scott, I went six, could again be a seven, I think is the manner of that. I thought his work rate, yes, he missed a chance, but he scored a goal. But you also have to temper it and say he did have to come off as well and tired quite a bit. So, again, I'll, I'll, I'll happily go seven, but yeah, I went six. Mm. Um, Jay Silver, Silva, I started with a six, and then I, again, I, I sort of castigated Baker for, for that goal. Jay De Silva switches off, and and he showed some nice touches, Jay, going forward. But actually, end result, what what was there really? And, and it was kind of the nearly moments, good little pirouettes, good to get past, but no end product. So I he went st- five. Start,
1: he started really strong. He had some really yeah, good driving strong. runs forward, and again, a bit like the pirouettes from Masengo. He was a yeah. bit like that.
2: But no no end product was there. So um so I went five. Um Andy Vyman, I've gone five, lacked quality again in the key moments, worked hard and, and Andy Vyman's always gonna get a six for me because of his work rate. But again, where it counted in the quality, it you know, it has to drop. So five. Mackie Wells, I've gone six. Again, thinking about it this morning, Cold Light could have been a seven because he 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 did work really hard. Had the shot that led to the goal, had the shot that was really unlucky. So he could, you could have been talking about two goals for, for I think,
1: Nike. I think it's a for me, it's a seven. Um, I, I think yeah. he went in. He's taken his opportunity. Yes, he came on and had seventy-five minutes on Saturday, but you know he was coming in into a game that one he started, yeah. and made some really good runs, made some off the ball runs, set up the the goal, and you know had a well well shot, a well um a well shot. Yeah, saved by the well keeper well taken shot yeah yeah well yeah.
2: taken shot yeah um, Chris Martin I've gone four just thought it was a really poor performance game from Chris Did, didn't hold the ball up Was he won a few headers but there's no what's the point in winning headers when there's no runners beyond you you've got to know that as well as a striker so it's a four and for Nige I've gone a four because I think it's a game we should win it's becoming a bit of a, a a bit of a joke really now, this this home form. Well, he said um, it's
1: embarrassing himself, hadn't
2: he? Yeah, and, and and he's right. And I think, like I said, Barnsley's pivotal, pivotal. And, and he comes out after the game um, and talks about, he knows where we are as a club. He knows where he is with this side and with the quality. He needs to be back then, if that's the case. Because if not, we are going to end up in a relegation battle. Because the last two games, Bournemouth was different because of who you're playing and the quality they've got. Last night, we, we shouldn't be losing that game. We're, we're mentally not strong enough, and and I'm struggling to think. Saturday, who do I pick? Saturday, what what team do I pick? It's a frightening who comes prospect, in? isn't it? Saturday. Yeah, who comes in? You know what what physicality have we got? Um, and we've not addressed still the problems that we've had for years. And you look at it and think, you know, we're meant to be fitter than we've we've ever been. We didn't look it last night. Um, you know they they were sort of running right to the end. So, yeah, not good. And when I read statements afterwards, there is something like 600 and something days since home fans have seen a home win in person and admittedly, obviously, COVID and the, the fact that we couldn't watch games live. But, I mean, dear, oh dear. It's shocking, isn't it? But anyway. Absolutely. so Matt. I'll let you go. So, yeah, I have to go. Thank you, Paul. Paul, thanks for your continued support, pal. And see you soon. Cheers, yeah. Matt. Cheers, Matt. See you Saturday. Everybody.
1: OK, um, so that was the ratings. I'm just going to go for a few tweets now, uh, Paul. So yeah. we've got a lot of engagement last night. Um, some great some great gifts on display. But uh, Nigel Mitchell, when you're down on your luck, grr, was his tweet. Uh, Tim, uh, T-Miltz, 039. Well, that was going all so well until the late subs. Then all went very, very peak Tong. Gutted is an understatement, and that's being polite. Are three words from uh, Big Lee, Lee Williams, uh, what just and happened was the three <laughs> words. Uh, Dean Allen, even as a long-suffering Bristol City fan, what happened tonight at Ashton Gate takes the biscuit? Once the penalty went in for Forrest, grabbed the ball and knew that it was there for the winning until we learned to manage a game this awful run will continue. Joanna Baggs didn't deserve that tonight. Played so much better than Saturday. I'm not normally one to moan at refs, but my God, he was awful. Looked <laughs> like a definite penalty on Scott. Suspe- uh, suspect, the one that they were given and looked like the <laughs> looked like the pink hair handballed it, gutted. <laughs> um, Anyone got the,
0: the pink hair. <laughs>
1: There's loads. Adam Moore, I honestly couldn't believe what I saw. Again, what is the answer? Game management doesn't cut it. These are professional footballers who should know how to see out a game. Jim Patrick, good points. You can only manage the game with the ball until we have options. This will continue. Surrendering the wide areas just gives us that option, just gives that option away. Exploited again tonight. There's so many, so much of an outpouring on, on Twitter. Um, about the game last night. I just think it invokes so many emotions, doesn't it? Football and you're—it's the highs of thinking we are going to break the hoodoo, to fifty seconds later losing the game.
0: I know it's—it it's, it's it makes it even more bitter, do not it? When the, in the manner and and the timing of of the win, I got sent a tweet last night. Um. Horrible four-hour drive to Bristol and torrential rain to watch City, but worth it to watch us finally get a home win. Left a few minutes early, so beat the traffic too. Um, (laughs) I think it was a bit tongue-in-cheek, but the the manner of which we did it. People talk about game management. I don't think it's game management. I think there is, like anything, it's just there, isn't it, now? It's that we haven't got a home win. And Mm. it. it, 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 no matter who you bring in, you could bring in... Who did... um, Oh, Glenn Hoddle will bring in when he got all that stick for bringing in the. Um, oh yes, I know the, what you mean. The the, the lady the, 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 the he was head of his game, but he brought so. Uh, whoever you bring in and whatever you say, whatever Nigel says, whatever everyone says, I don't think it matters anymore because it's there. Everyone knows it's there, and and you look and you think, just someone, just just someone, be a leader out there and say like, just come on, lads, just push out. was yeah. they, just sitting back. That that's the frustrating thing, Patch is. I think we deserve to win the game, apart from the last, probably the first 10 minutes after halftime and then the last 10 minutes, I think Mm. for for an hour of the game, we we, we were the team. Um, And and I don't think it's game management. I think it's just there. Like you said, the hoodoo, the the juju, whatever it is, it's there because it's in the back of everybody's mind. It's in the back of the 20,000 people that were sat there last night and the squad and every all the backroom staff. And it's... how, how do you get rid of it? The only way you get rid of it is by winning a game and someone just stepping up and just going, "Come on, lads!"
1: Yeah. So I don't know if there is a sports psychologist down there now, but there certainly was towards the end of the nineties and the and the naughties. Brian Jones, um, I think, was his name. And right. on the on episodes of *Robins Reunited*, they've all spoken about how important he was. You know, I think it was Matty Hill who said that he would right. have yeah. five minutes before the game with him just to say. What he was nervous about, and then Brian Jones would turn around and and send him out in a positive mindset. There's got to be something in that. we know how important that sort of stuff is mindset and absolutely it's now it's now affecting the fans you know i said I spoke about the nervousness that I was feeling towards the end of the game um and that almost was palpable in the crowd and on the pitch. You could sort of see it in in feel their it. faces you can feel it you can yeah. Feel it. You started to started to dare to dream that this this was the end and you and you thought you were there and then and then you weren't unbelievable
0: really um that's why we love football patch isn't it well you know, exactly you know, it's that, an huh? emotional
1: roller <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I missed I, I think I, I went back in when after the penalty I went back in to look at the replay or something or other so I I came back out just as a, just as they were scoring scoring again and I was like oh my goodness. You just can't believe
1: it can you I, I went on the um there was a, a Nottingham Forest podcast. Uh, Mr. Door, D-O-R-E, um, yeah. was the podcast the night before. And I, I sort of said I was confident of a two-one win. I am always confident of, of a win. Uh, you've got you've got to be. Got um, exactly. And um, yeah, so so thanks to thanks to him for having me on. But um, unfortunately <laughs> and what an away day for them. Yeah. What you flipped. It, flip it it's, it's,
0: it's a terrible drive in it from Nottingham as well. It's not like straight up and down a motorway. It's yeah,
1: I don't know how many there was. Looked like 2,000 easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if that's if that's us going up to Forest and getting two last-minute injury time goals, it's it's gonna live long in the memory. Uh, for them. Just to say as well, big thank you to Neil Palmer and the former Players Association for having me uh, last night. It was great to be sat on the table with Rob Newman and Alan Walsh. They both got up and did um, five minutes each on the little stage there in the Lansdowne Lounge and and both such humble, humble guys. Spent more time with Alan Walsh, as as you'll know, from the, the episode we did about a month ago um and met his son as well who was who had some great stories to tell about watching his dad on the on the terraces in the (laughs) williams grandstand um but yeah it was great to spend some time and and the food again as always in the lansdowne lounge was exceptional so a great night up until the end more or less paul
0: (laughs) yeah i think you can't sum up any better than that yeah yeah yeah. roll on
1: west brom (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know how how we line up in terms of who's available. I think Andy King is gonna is out for a little while. Um, who else comes? Masengo certainly starts for me. Um, whether Probably we start. go, whether we go to a four four at the back. Uh, it's the first time I think this season that we have played three at the back. Like I quite that.
0: like that three at the back, you know, Patch.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's something we've been calling for for a while. Yeah. And He's always sort of said that he didn't have the players to do it, but. You could argue now that Tanner and De Silva are wing you know, backs, wing, backs. Um, or wing forwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if we stick with if we stick with the three five two or five three two, I think we definitely need probably more of a five three two than a three five two against yeah, West yeah. Brom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's, good, it's
0: good to, to have a, a left a left sided centre half. Yeah, Arkansas because yeah. It, I think it just gives you that. Um, if you if you have got three at the back, then you've got a natural left left sided player. It's it's that's a pretty good place to yeah, be. Absolutely.
1: Okay, Paul. Thank you so much again for your continued support and for coming on this morning. And uh, we'll be back. Well, it'll be Saturday Saturday night, Sunday morning with the West Brom reaction. Um, let's see how that goes fingers crossed but for now thank you everyone for listening and again for everyone who's anyone who's listened to uh to the podcast the regular show the bonus show all robins reunited just to tip the balance over a hundred thousand uh, seems like a real milestone achievement so uh, a big thanks from from myself from rich from the regular show from mike from the regular show from matt withers on the bonus show and our sponsors uh paul and uh and that's it. We'll be back again soon. Thanks for listening, everybody, and take care. Cheers, Paul. Cheers, Patch.
2: White the feeling of home, warm smiles, crashing.